0: i got
1: a bad
0: Who? No pills gonna my i got a bad Whether you're a good man, a cyberman, a woman, a man who makes people better, a spaceman, a matchstick man, a raggedy man, a madman with a box, a skeleton man, or a sandman, welcome back to a bad case of loving who, where terms and conditions do apply, Chris is here, I am sure of it.
1: I signed a contract,
0: therefore I'm included. Today we've got yet another episode, it feels like there's one every week. We've got Sleep No More, directed by Justin Molitnikov and written by Mark Gatiss, and it is an interesting episode to be quite frank with you right now
1: now I think we should probably give the viewers just a bit of context in terms of what would have been about seven weeks ago now when um, Thomas and I looked through the episode list and we both picked out Sleep No More based only on the title as the episode we'd
0: Probably like the most. Indeed, it's true. Yep, the, this one had an interesting title, and we could see that it was a one-parter uh, and near the end of the se- series. So, a lot of good chances.
1: Yep, elements
0: we all Yeah, a lot of good chances to be a great episode. Um, and we w- are about to find out if we thought it was that. Indeed. We'll quickly say again, just in case there's any more dummies out there. We're going to spoil it, so don't listen if you haven't seen it. Let's start from the start, where we're introduced to Professor Rasmussen. Yep. I forget exactly how he pronounces it. Pretty much like that, Rasmussen. Uh, and he is giving a director monologue, uh, and he stays with us through the whole episode, telling us a lot of what's going on. He's really our storyteller in this episode. He's even edited this episode together for us. So that's nice of him, isn't it? Yeah.
1: We got this episode courtesy of NASA, who sent a probe out to
0: Neptune. Well, then we had no opening titles in this episode. This is the first ever episode of Doctor Who to have no opening titles. Craziness. I
1: noticed that
0: about, about,
1: what was it? Three minutes in, or something like that. I was thinking, this is a long, um, like first bit before the opening titles, mm-hmm. and it just kept getting longer, and and it just never came. And about halfway through, I was thinking, well, I can see what and it didn't come, so. Yes, yeah.
0: indeed. Very different episodes, And uh,
1: that's very noticeable right away.
0: We meet this rescue team of characters uh, yeah. who are investigating the disappearance of the crew of this ship we're on, and I believe um, our narrator, Rasmussen, even states uh, that we shouldn't uh, get too fond of them. They're not going to last long, and that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they they mostly, they seem to die mostly by splitting up. I think they, yeah, we often find one or two split up somewhere alone on the ship and just watch them die, which they die in different enjoyable ways, I I think. So (laughs) that's good. Well, the the other thing we're introduced to is the sleep pods, uh, which are central to this story. Um, Rasmussen and his uh, Morpheus company have invented these sleep pods which turn sleep into an easy five minute-ish process. Uh, and yeah. you don't have to spend your whole life sleeping ever mm. again. Um, would you use one of these devices in if they existed and didn't make monsters?
1: I probably wouldn't use one. Um, I think I remember a conversation you and I had oh, like 10 years ago or something about how we both had different hypotheses about life and sleep. I said something like, life is a disease and sleep is the cure. Or you said something like, sleep is a disease and life is the cure. Wow. I don't think we ever finished that debate.
0: We were deep um, 10 years ago.
1: <laughs> we were. But I feel this episode pays homage to that debate we had back then. So it- i really... We had the idea for this episode 10 years ago.
0: And it's interesting that the Doctor and therefore kind of the whole episode itself comes down on the side of sleep is good and don't underestimate just uh your ordinary natural sleep and sleep more which is yeah. pretty cool i like that uh mm-hmm. and it also makes it kind of a an anti-ghost story like ghost stories are usually to make you scared of sleep or yeah. that make you uh unable to sleep but this one's yeah, telling was, you yeah, go I'll to sleep or and, else um,
1: but you are fried sleep, not on yeah sleep's good Go to sleep,
0: but not yet. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. tonight.
0: <laughs> and when we come up to these sleep pods, uh, it well a lot of things made me laugh in this episode. But Clara was, you know, I know she didn't do it uh, on her own volition, but uh, she was very quick to get into one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. She. It just seemed to me like she was standing beside it, and then one second later, she was in it. That's um, right. Yeah, I'd assumed that she'd hopped in and hopped into a death, which would have been a pretty cool way to go. Ah, uh,
0: you're brutal. But we've also got this um, wonderful uh, Mr. Sandman song and holograms, which are kind of the uh, user interface of these sleep pods. Uh, which were that perfect mix of hokey sci-fi. Yeah, and good old
1: 50s music.
0: A really great contrast to the rest of the tone of the episode. uh, Scary. Indeed. Uh, But yes, then we've got Rasmussen is hiding in one of them, of course. Uh, He's another a bit of one of those coward characters we come across pretty regularly in Doctor Who. And, well, now's as good a time as any, actually. We haven't even, you know... Gone into well, obviously, this whole episode is in the kind of found footage horror style. Of all the footage that we see, yes. is only from uh, kind of camera First sources.
1: Um, First person and security camera like footage,
0: indeed. Uh, and First they, personally, I really thought,
1: it was spot on and suited the episode very well.
0: Yeah, I um, like it's definitely a gimmick that never truly makes a hundred percent sense, and it doesn't here. But they really committed to it, and I found it really yeah uh, a fun mm-hmm. for a whole episode.
1: Not works with the story.
0: That's right. They the story comes to uh well they go a fair way of trying to kind of ex- explain this setup by when they reveal that uh, the cameras are actually just dust. It's dust that's capturing all this uh, vision. Yeah,
1: which is weird because I'm pretty sure at one stage early in the episode, I um, saw a camera angle that was the point of view of Clara. And at that stage, I knew she didn't have a camera. Or a helmet, so
0: and like obviously it makes no sense that um, some of the camera angles, usually from the um, the security camera kind of angle, were in black and white. That made no sense, but looked yeah. cool. Looked very cool. Indeed. Uh, and yeah, so they play a lot very directly with the genre in this really meta way, and that's cool, but also drew a lot of attention to it which uh definitely took me out of the story and stuff and most of the episode i was just thinking about the technical kind of setup of the episode
1: yeah yeah
0: yeah which isn't bad but different it's very different for doc who and they uh yeah they they really commit to that and they really commit to the horror sci-fi feel and tone of the whole episode and the soundtrack I noticed is just very um, quiet and synthy. Nice job there. It really feels pretty authentic. Indeed.
1: However, when you say horror, um, it wasn't really horror. I wasn't really scared at any point. Music and the camera shots weren't for me drawn out long enough to really create suspense and then the music wasn't the real sharp bangs and clashes sort of thing for a real horror genre which is what I'd preferred if they were really wanting to horror side of things.
0: Sure. I really liked um, Peter Capaldi in this episode a lot, he was having so much fun and doing, I thought, absolutely hilarious things with the fourth wall since he had it through this entire episode. Yeah. He just kept looking uh, into the camera in <laughs> and staring at us, the viewer, in hilarious yeah. ways for long yeah. periods of time. Yeah. Uh, there's one bit, there's one just tiny little bit where Uh, they're near those sleep pods and the doctor just walks in a circle around the characters and it really cracked me up. Uh, It's just a tiny little thing, but he starts walking while he's talking and you're wondering, oh, where's he going? And he just comes back around and he's back where he was and everyone's still listening to him. Just hilarious. And we'll we'll mention it now. At the end, uh, Rasmussen... Reveals that this whole thing this whole episode basically was his evil plan Uh, and the electrical signal that makes the Morpheus process work was in the very video that we all watched this episode of Doctor Who and he wanted to keep us watching the whole time so he edited it together to make it as interesting as possible now Mm. that is um, that's a big idea sorry Let's go back
1: there. The code to make people turn into sandmen.
0: Mm.
1: that was in the video. Yep. The glitches or whatever. Um and that was throughout a very common trait. Um but I didn't didn't think that was Morpheus. Thought Morpheus worked fine. It was just that he wanted to get the whole world turning into Sandman. Need to get the signal out there. Which wasn't in Morpheus. And that's how I understood it.
0: Uh well I thought uh the like the sleep pods use the Morpheus process. Um to work, and the Morpheus process is like an electrical signal, and he's also managed to put it into this video. Um, Can to, make, to so spread
1: it out, which, as we know throughout the episode, everyone on that planet, which I forget the name of, was using the Morpheus. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, had become quite popular for sure. It sounds like, and so we all will all become Sandman now.
1: Yeah, 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 I am. I know. Before there, I was wiping a piece of um dust away from my arm, I was a bit scared. But... <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, it's a, it's a dark end to the episode. I thought, oh, yeah, we're left with Rasmussen just falling apart into dust slowly and horrifically, and and then because they commit so much to the style of this episode, there's nothing else. That's the end. Uh, Yeah. And I like a fair few things this season so far. I actually found that fairly um, dark and disturbing. Uh, And like other dark things this season, not necessarily in a great, good way. I, I don't feel like they're being carefully and intelligently dark, sometimes just dark for the sake of being dark, but still. Yeah. Um dark <laughs> I think on
1: this episode, um the elements of horror were were there. In a lot of cases, like Blink um great right episode. But yeah, I do really feel that they could have Played the horror sort of thing up with um, style, music with loud bangs, and crashes, and
0: that sort. Sure, of. I yeah, I don't know. I think I liked the that they were going for kind of quiet suspense most of the the episode. I don't know if they, you know, I don't think they really achieved it, like you say. But um, mostly this episode, I thought was most successful for me as a comedy. Like, I was laughing through a lot of it because of all that fourth wall stuff. And yep. that, you know, they've got that scene where the guy has to sing Mr. Sandman into the um, uh, door yep. security panel to get through a door when he's about to die. <laughs> um, yep.
1: And then dies.
0: Oh, well, you had to bring that bit up. Come on now. Well, it don't the best part. Well, no. The scene is the best before that part. <laughs> I agree to disagree there.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't <laughs> like him singing. I mean, he doesn't really even try to sing. He just mumbles a few words methodically and melodically and Joel lets him in and then he dies anyway.
0: Yeah. And he gets a few lines out. But that's definitely my favourite scene, I think, of the episode. And my favourite parts are all the other funny bits. Loved yep. it. <laughs> the episode on the whole, how did you think? Do you think it's a successful experiment by the well, show? Well, I loved the idea of it.
1: Um, just in terms of the the execution and overall feel of it, I didn't like it. Um, Really wanted to, but in the end, I didn't.
0: Yeah, I think I pretty much agree. I don't think it's a great episode in any way, but I appreciate the yeah the the effort and the commitment to a pretty fun idea, Mm. and yeah, fun. I mostly had Mm -hmm. fun. Mm. And we've only got three more episodes. Of the season. So we're getting there. Mm-hmm. Just before we wrap up, um, we uh, we were cut off a bit last week with um, some power yes. issues. Uh, <laughs> power came out and that had nothing to do
1: with, um, with um, monsters.
0: <laughs> well, that's what you would say, isn't it, though? Um, that's what they want to make me believe. But did you have anything else to say about last week's episode, quickly? Uh, last week. Okay,
1: well, um, there were just a few little, um, bits for me. The doctor driving and smiling. I thought that was, um, what's the word? Um, cool, funny, and at
0: the same time weird. Hmm. Definitely. it's uh, Yeah. I feel like we can feel comfortable with the Doctor flying a TARDIS, but driving anything else it doesn't yeah. seem very safe.
1: Exactly. Oh, and the other thing was Bonnie smashing a computer. It seemed a bit pointless to me. <laughs> at the end there? No, right at the start when she gets the... When she looks at the Uh, good recording and um, smashes the computer, seems a bit pointless.
0: Angry Zygon, I guess.
1: It's a waste of a computer. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I I feel for that computer.
0: Oh, interesting. I feel like you feel a lot more for a computer in last week's episode than a guy who's singing for his life in this week's episode. Um. So yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least you admit it. Um,
1: Sandmen are kind of cool. Oh, what did you think the design of the sign of the Sandman?
0: Um. Well, they felt just like so many other monsters we've had lately. They felt really just similar to what was it, the Mummy last season? Um. Yeah. Just a bit of a thing that walks around holding one arm out, trying to grab you. Yeah, very similar to that.
1: Um, I think there was something going on with the mouth that looked to me similar to the silence,
0: but mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Yeah, they did look, yeah, they had a look to them. While that has been a bad case of loving who, 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 whom now has an email address. Uh, if you, for any reason, want to email us, well, not any reason, just good reasons. If have got a, an optimistic, positive reason to email us. Um, you can even email us something that you want to say to someone else. Um, like, I don't know why you'd want to, but you can, that's a, I'm just saying you can. The email address is abc of loving who at gmail.com. That's abc of loving who at gmail.com. And where yeah. you can find Chris is
1: where? Um you can find me at or you find my writing at
0: wait, sorry, dot com. Excellent. Uh, and you can find me at com. And our final words are well, that was a bummer. Well, that was what? That was a
1: bummer.
0: Ah. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream.
1: Bum, 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 bum. Make him the cutest that I've ever seen. Bum, 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 bum. Give him two lips like roses and clover. Bum, 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 bum. Then tell him that his lonesome nights are over. Sandman.